right, welcome back in another Garage Talk with Jason Allen podcast and another repeat guest. This should be a lot of fun. It was almost eight months ago, tomorrow to the day, even though by the time this airs, it'll be past eight months, but welcome back, Ashley Maine. Thank you. And uh, this is kind of weird just because we have been doing a radio show, not in the same room. I, I know. I'm like shocked that we're, I mean, we're still distant, but yeah. we're... I don't have to look at a screen to see your face. Is it odd? Yeah. I, I don't think that I would have like, I think with having the headphones on and having yeah. a microphone, because that's been, I mean, March 13th was the well, last no, time was, we were. It was the, March 13th was. The day you started. The day I ended jury duty. So it was actually like the ninth, the, I think, eighth or ninth, last wow. time we were on there together in the same room. And we've been down the hall for the last month ish. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, for what four months before that, we were that's so crazy in different counties. So <laughs> now we're in the same garage because I make the rules. And uh, by the way, don't forget to sign the do waiver. Do I need to sign the waiver? You yeah, you don't have to do it. Right <laughs> I'll do it right now. Let's. Uh, all right. Well, okay. Here, I'll, I'll sign put the my waiver. Glass back down. All right. It basically just says. I, don't, I didn't even read it. Life away to me. Not that's really. fine. It's all good. I like that you're official. Well, that. you kind of have to be, I think, these days. For sure. Because, you never know. Yeah, you get someone in here that you don't really know, and then they I may leave, have got Blackberry then, on your pen. Oh, that's all right. I've got a stain. Oh, yeah, when you tell everyone, we, uh, we just picked blackberries <laughs> for about an hour before we started this, before I got the kids in bed, and so now you have a nice bowl of blackberries. Yes, yeah, a big bowl. There's so and many. I only pricked my finger a couple of times. Oh, yeah. I definitely have. I wore shorts, so that was smart, and I didn't bring a glove, which was also smart, but I have a big bowl of blackberries, and... My hands don't seem too stained, so I think we're we're good. Well, speaking of that color of blackberries, <laughs> we have some 19 Crimes Cali Red, some Snoop Dogg wine. We do from Nana. And I have not had wine in a long time. And I Neither don't think have you I. have either. Mm -mm. And so, cheers. Cheers. Let's try out the Snoop right. Dogg wine. If we, if we want, like, Funyuns in five minutes, then we'll know it's definitely Snoop Dogg wine. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm either. not I mean, I'm not a wine snob by any means. Oh, I'm just Snoop. not I don't I'm like not, that he's staring at me. <laughs> yeah, turn him this way so he can stare at me. If you put him in the middle, he can stare at both of us. <laughs> it tastes like communion wine. I don't know that I've ever actually had communion wine, have I? I grew up in a Lutheran church and We had to drink the grape juice. We did not have grape juice. You had a choice to drink out of like the big goblet cup or you had like the little tiny Mm, cups, those individual glasses. cups yeah yeah with your wafer with that tray mm -hmm. yeah i was pretty young and i remember being like man i get to drink a little shot of wine <laughs> i thought there was something on my tongue and i wasn't sure if it was blackberry seed or if it was the fruits of the wine let me just say if you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't listened to the other podcast with the two of us it was episode dang it i just looked I think it's important that if you're listening right now, you hit pause and you don't listen to any more of this until you go back and listen to episode 16. It was on December 22nd of 2019 before the world took a giant shit. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And this, so pause, pause, hit pause right now. And then rejoin right here after you get done with the other episode. I think it's important. I do too. Because the other one, there will be things in this episode that are discussed probably 
as she looks down at the Snoop Dogg wine, <laughs> contemplating whether or not to take another drink. I have White Claws. If you'd rather have a White Claw, how do you feel? What is your like one to ten scale? It's 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 alcoholic. I think is yeah, that the it right? Yeah, it's alcoholic. It's, it's, it's like hot. Man, I, it's yeah, it's, it's like hot, hot in my, in my throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> so hot. So I don't know. I feel like I can't pour it out though. So I just want to kind of get through it. I don't know if I should just hammer it real quick. Or don't what? hammer that. That's a hot wine. Hold on. Let me see. I don't know. That's it's different. And <coughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a wine snob either, but I do enjoy red wine, even though it's been a hot minute. But that's people were saying it's awesome. And then other people were saying it was terrible. You're giving me the head. nod. I don't right think now. I'm anywhere on either of those spectrums. I'm kind of right in the middle. Like maybe you need to I would take say in some of others snoop items and then drink this and you'll be like sure yeah, i'm saying definitely below average yeah below average <laughs> i'm gonna go with that too so anyway uh, yeah i don't know if we should just you know keep drinking it and maybe the second glass will be better but i don't think so it tastes like a headache yeah that's what i'm afraid of so i'm like okay i have other cold beverages and i also white claw you got well all the ones you left and <laughs> hold on let me check i do have a. Uh, some Del Rio, though. If if that if what would you rather have? I mean, well, this is I'm already getting up and we just started. We just started. Hold on. But to be fair, the 19 Crimes, Cali Red. Like I, I wanted to like it. I do enjoy Snoop. But ruby grapefruit, which in lime, which you don't like, right? I like lime. There's only one lime. You want it? Sure. Why not? I might as well get it out. You might you might as well. I'll, I'll see what happens with this glass of wine here in my solo cup. All right. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of warming up to it, but I'm going to get something else. Just, just in case. Just in case. A little refreshment. I might need this for my forehead. Yeah, it's hot cool. wine. I need it for my forehead so I can cool down from the Snoop. <laughs> I'm going to say I don't know that I recommend going out and finding the Snoop display <sighs> at your nearest grocery store. Okay. Well, that was fun. That was a, was a good start. That was a good six-minute start. All right. As I'm licking off my finger, the Snoop wine. Why am I all discombobulated now? Snoop, it's your fault. It anyway, is Snoop's fault. Um, so we were in here on December 22nd. It was a lot cooler. I don't think we had the garage door open, if I remember no, correctly. No, it was shut. It, it was a little cool by the time we got done. I and came here after Zumba. You Zumbaed, and we laughed, and we cried, and there was all kinds of things discussed during that podcast, and some great feedback from a lot of people, by the way. Um, which you. I know you've heard yes. and I've heard. And so um, it's funny because there's a lot of people out there that don't have any clue <laughs> as to people's personal <laughs> lives. And then sure. all of a sudden we just dive right into it. And even my dad was like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, really. That's 100% accurate. There's things that we just don't share or haven't shared. And they just come out sometimes in conversation. Mm -hmm. That's just how it goes. Well, and I thought... You know, we've talked a lot during this shitstorm, uh, you know, off the air. What is 2020? And for people listening right now who didn't hit pause and didn't listen to the previous episode, Ashley is my morning show partner at Q100.3, because there may be people listening who are like, who, what, what's well, why? this inside, Who's this girl? what are these inside conversations? So that'll get you up to speed. We host a radio show together and yes, we've been socially distancing for months and blah, blah, blah. But here we are with the Snoop wine that one of our lovely listeners brought to us. So yes, we are back in the same room after a long time and uh a lot has happened since then and yeah. the crazy thing about 
that podcast is not just what we talked about, but a lot of things that were happening at that time mm-hmm. all got dumped on its head and not even necessarily because of COVID. Sure. Like we had another side gig. We were negotiating at the time. Oh we, my gosh, we, we were. We thought that was that before was we got be a thing. <laughs> yeah. It ended up not being a thing. It actually worked out fine. Yes. And no it hard did. feelings there. And we still work for Seven Feathers. It mm-hmm. just didn't continue the way it, it was going at the time. And so it was really weird because we were like, oh, we have all these things. We've been doing this. We've been doing that. And we were just rolling right along. Mm-hmm. And then that came to an abrupt halt. And it was yes. like we went to Memphis came home and then we did a radiothon the next month for St. Jude and crushed it and broke all of the records and then the next month all hell broke loose. Completely. And the last how many months has it been? April, May, June, July, August, right? Yeah, Five so months? it was like mid-March. I think <clears throat> when things really yeah. kind of took a turn. 5 like, months and some change. Yeah, it was just a couple weeks after radiothon. Mhm. And then everything kind of went sideways and it went sideways in a real big hurry, um, just like in at work in general. And I think it's something that I've been vocal about, and I don't think it's anything negative against you know where we work. I think it's just with the times, and I think there's a lot of people that are going through similar situations where we all got phone calls and were told that things were going to be different with hours and salary. And like I moved here specifically for this job Mm -hmm. and was put in a spot where instead of taking a certain percentage of a pay cut, like the rest of our company, I got cut in half Mm -hmm. and uh, with another coworker. So it wasn't like me by myself, but there was another coworker and it was probably the biggest kick I've ever received in radio. And I know that there's a lot of radio people that say, you know, you don't make your way in radio until you get fired. And it was a very hard pill to swallow because I learned I was supposed to be furloughed. And the crazy part about it is I have no hard feelings towards anybody I work with. In fact, I'm on on great terms with everyone Mm -hmm. that we work with at the station. I have nothing bad to say. And everybody's been, you know, full of support and it's great. But there was a conversation that happened with somebody not in our building where I was told that I was not essential. I was valued, but anybody could push a button. And I have thought of those words multiple times every day since they were said to me. Mm -hmm. And they weren't said in a mean way. And in fact, the conversation that I had with the person that had said that, the higher up, it was actually a very comforting conversation, but those words hit me really, really, really hard because um, I devoted my whole life to radio. It's been what's defined me since I got into radio 16 years ago. And that day, I remember going home and I went for a walk and I had a talk with God and Gra Gra, which are two great people to talk to. Mm -hmm. And I saw this rainbow appear and I had already been devoting a lot of my time to working on my fitness journey was what one of the reasons I was here before was talking about going through surgery and then ending up in a spot where I could physically do more things. And I just have progressed from there. And I, that day said, 
I'm going to devote 100 days to myself. Every single day, I'm going to take an hour out of my day and work on me. Because I'm somebody that is very susceptible to depression and anxiety. And I knew if I let myself go down that hole of letting those words affect me negatively, I would have not been okay. I would have ended up in a funk. And I know what it's like when I'm in a funk. It's not good. It's not good for anybody around me. Well, and it probably would have all come unraveled, don't oh, you think? Oh, 100%. It would have been really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really bad. And from that day, I was like, I'm not doing that. I, 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 I have too much going for me right now to let this affect me. Negatively, I'm going to use it as a positive. And to be completely honest, when things started you know, changing at work and we, I was only working four hours a day and I'm a program director. So there's a whole lot more that I'm doing besides the morning show. And it was a struggle to figure out what's important, but I had to prioritize like what is the most important things that I can do in a short amount of time. And to be completely honest and kind of prideful of what you and I do, I feel like we did the best radio we've ever done mm-hmm. in, in that. And I think that we're with still we doing that with. Yeah. Like, I feel very confident in our ability to continue doing what we're doing um, when faced with a lot of personal things. Challenges. Challenges is a good term. There's a lot going on. I mean, between what was happening with you personally and what was happening with me here, which You're was having getting, a newborn. getting ready to have a baby and also taking a financial hit in multiple ways because- it was being cut at a different percent, but then there were sales that just fell off the face of the earth, like making 35% of what I was used to making. And so that financial hit you is and very I hard. We're trying to figure out a, how to navigate the financial part of it, which, which we luckily, had just lost a big chunk from the year, like months prior with the, what we did last year for seven feathers. Like there was a big chunk. Right. Because we technically had another job. We yeah. had a side hustle and yeah. it was great. I mean, 19 was phenomenal. And for us, luckily, we have prepared ourselves for situations like this. Sure. Very smart. Not not for a long period of time, but for a short period of time. And so we weathered the storm and was the best case scenario. Absolutely not. But there was that part of it. And we're also trying to host a radio show with the pandemic going on, trying to inform the public, but trying to do what we do best, which is allow people to take their mind off of all the bullshit that's going on every day. That was our focus. And so for the first couple of weeks, it was like, not that. No. It was that there was some mixed in, but I would say probably three quarters of it was probably talking about what was going on. Because it was just so hard it, to it navigate. Was, it, it was just coming at us so fast and everything was changing. And I feel like... It's not like there's a rule book on how you no, work your way through pandemics. Like I, would, I would have Facebook open trying to see the latest updates and the news sites. And it was just like, oh my God, what is happening? And I remember I would just walk in the living room and look around with this, like, this stone cold look on my face. I knew it, but she would, she would tell me. My wife would tell me like, what? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know what she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I, 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 and a lot of times it was after our show mm-hmm. and I would just be like, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's happening. I, I, my mind was just, it was like a constant roller coaster yeah, it was of so trying weird. to figure it out. And at one point you started documenting your hair growth <laughs> and 
I just had this idea where it was like, I'm going to take that same picture he just took. Mm-hmm. And something that turned, that was literally just a joke for the day, turned into a conversation I had drinking mimosas with my high school girlfriends on a Zoom call and ended up recreating a bunch of photos in one day. And then it became a thing that we did for 40 days. Yeah. And it, it helped us, I think, take our minds off of all the other crap. Oh my gosh, are you kidding? And people loved it. And it was and I was looking back at the pictures the other day. And the reason I started taking pictures at the very beginning wasn't even necessarily because of the hair growth. It was because I knew something major was happening. And I didn't and I didn't know how long it was gonna last. And I thought, I'm gonna take a picture every single day. Almost like you see those people who take pictures of their kids every day. Yeah. And then 18 years later, they run it in, in hyper speed. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, I got to watch it all. And I thought, I'm just going to take a picture every single day. And I've looked back at it. And some days, like, I look sad. And some days, I look happy. And that it really is a timeline of kind of, you know, because I remember like day eight or 10 or somewhere in there, I took a picture. And it was like, I remember captioning it like, I just, I'm still here and I don't know what to feel or some, you know, I didn't really say it that way, but I remember But there were a lot that. of days where it was hard to navigate your personal internal feeling because there's so much of what we do that we have to hide that. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily hide it, but it's not for, it doesn't need to be anybody else's no. business. We're not here to bring anyone else down. No. And if you're, I, I know for me, if I'm listening to radio or if I'm watching something and I and the person sounds down or they are not okay. Like that's not what I want to hear first thing in the morning. Like mm-hmm. I need somebody that's going to get me going, get me ready for the day. And to be honest, I think it was very helpful to to do that. I mean, it was like my saving grace was to be able to throw my all into making sure we were doing the best radio that we could have. Mm-hmm. And being told that like because I was working 10 12 hours a day and now I'm working four and in the morning so it's like it's 10 o'clock and now I've got a whole day ahead of me to do what and recreating your photos was a challenge like I had to get into arts and crafts and it would take all dang day to Mm -hmm. do some of these things but the enjoyment that our listeners got while I was keeping my mind busy is what helped me get through that yeah. And it also helped in the process of taking time for myself because I still managed that. I bought a bicycle. I was running. I was going to my gym until they had to close. And then they offered a entire the whole month of April they were offering virtual videos. Every day you could watch a new video and use your own your own weight to go through these workout videos and in this process Uh, My husband is also very into his fitness journey, and we decided to turn one of our spare bedrooms into a gym, which is literally a fully functioning gym. We have weights, a rower, like cushions, medicine balls, a BOSU ball, all these things that you need to work out from home, which is very helpful for people that don't really know what to do with what's going on inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's, it would have been a lot easier just to sit on the couch and eat chips and yeah, you know, man, just chips kick back and have some of those snacks that it's are been so a hot delicious. minute since I've eaten a chip, but I'm good. Like yeah. the best part about it is I I'm I'm good. Like I'm good not eating chips. I'm I'm in a a different place and it's really crazy because you talk about 
when I was here eight months ago. And then the last time that I was actually physically out here and saw Avery. And today, like I got to like hold Avery and like, it was, it took a lot for me to not cry because it, Kimberly just came out here and handed me to her to me. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I, I haven't been around kids aside from when I've come out here and I really loved that little routine that happened for, you know, a few months there where I was coming out and it was just mm -hmm. lovely. Looking through the window. Yeah. And, and times are so crazy. Driveway talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that something to think about? Like I was telling Noah the other day when he I was love here. Noah. Oh, he's great. Um, about when my grandma brought the baby kit in case we had to deliver here. Because yeah. we, we didn't know, you know, how crazy things were at that time. And I looked at her through the window. I like the know. last time I saw Avery was through the bedroom yeah. window. Yeah. Like, and she's gorgeous. And she's got Beyonce hair, <laughs> which is lovely. And the only reason I didn't cry is because Kimberly just talked to me the whole time. Like, we just started carrying on a conversation. Avery never cried. She smiled. Mm -hmm. At one point, she like rested her head on my shoulder. I was like... She's better with you than she is with me. <laughs> She's just the cutest. I mean, all, I told Kimberly, I was like, you guys make literally the cutest children. Like you have five amazing little humans They're who crazy. all helped me pick blackberries tonight. <laughs> yeah. You got a nice big bowl to take home. I did. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. To figure out something to, to make. Well, I'm sure you can come up with a few things. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty well, gifted and, in the kitchen these and days. And if you use them all. If you get back over here sooner than later, obviously there's plenty out there. There's to pick so many. From. Yeah, we're we're really blessed with all those berries. But yeah, I yeah. may uh I may have to figure out something to do. We uh my husband and I are cooking together on a weekly basis now. Oh, incorporate them into your video. I, I yeah. You should. I I think that's a, actually a really good idea. Yeah, there's probably a couple things. Maybe that you we could, could make do. like a healthy dessert of some kind, and and maybe because I know we. What was Kimberly calling it? She took a strainer and like smashed them to get the, the, the juice the out, to get the seeds out. And you could make, maybe make some kind of topping for oh. some kind of, you could use your um, dairy-free ice cream. Yeah, dairy-free ice cream. do some kind of something and maybe like a blackberry drizzle or, I don't know, you'll, you're way better at this stuff than I am, but. I'm learning that I, I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. Which has been fun. Um, yeah. So we're cooking <laughs> weekly. And it's turning into something really fun. Like he's on his fitness journey. So am I. We're coming up with fun ways to incorporate health into your diet and your nutrition and learning why nutrition is important for your body. Things I would have never thought that I would give two poops about learning. I am now 100% invested because in this process of taking those 100 days to myself at one point in there. Our company got the loan or whatever that was, the payroll protection yeah. business. PPP. And so we all got brought back to full time. And it was like, best day ever. I still kept my 100 days going. I was like, I still got this. Like, I'm I'm totally devoted. I'm working out. I'm doing all these things. Day 99, I got called back into the boss's office and told we were getting cut again. And I was like, <sighs> Mm -hmm. huh and like I knew it was gonna happen like I felt it but it still sucked and it hurt and I threw myself a tiny little you know emotional pity party because 
it was like, well, now what? Is this a permanent thing? And I don't know how permanent or temporary this situation is. But the day that I got told I was getting cut again, I went to my gym, which, by the way, I uh, love. I, I, I go to Ace Force One and they have been an amazing addition. In fact, I signed up at the gym the day before we left to go to Memphis mm-hmm. in January. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. And my first day going to the gym was the day after we got home from Memphis. And Having I have some fried chicken. And- uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. I remember standing on the um, body scan and I was like, this is going to be bad. This is not exciting. I ate PB&J and it was deep fried. Um, anyway, uh, so I started going in January. I've been going every day since, aside from when they were closed. And I remember telling Ace in like somewhere in March before everything kind of went sideways. And I was like, you give me a year and I'm going to work here. I didn't know in what capacity because I love radio. Like I have no intention on not doing radio, but I was like, I want to, I, I, this is interesting to me. I, I want to do something here, whether it's in on the nutrition side or something in some capacity, I want to do more. And so we had just, you know, had brief conversations about it. The 99th day in this 100 days for myself, when I got cut again, I remember going to the gym and I was really mad. Like the, when it the sad hadn't happened. It was just anger. Mm-hmm. I was like, this sucks. And I was pissed. And I went to the gym because it's all I know what to do. If something's going wrong, I, I have to work out. Like that's just what has become a staple in my day. And I remember walking in and he instantly could tell something was wrong. And he was like, what's happening? Like, are you okay? And I said, no. And I explained the situation and said that I got cut. And he was like, remember when you told me I was going to hire you in a year. And I was like, yeah. He's like, are you ready now? And I said, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably not ready for that. I don't, I don't quite know what I'm ready for. I do more Snoop Dogg wine because I drink <laughs> It's all getting mine. a little better. I, I, I drank all mine, so I'm going to pour some more. How are you doing over I there? Mean, I could take some more, too. I, I'm shocked that line, it doesn't is suck. that where I'm supposed to stop? I don't know. I'm, yeah, okay. that's fine. Got these I'll pour a little more lim- Snoop Dogg yeah, wine. Ahead. Let's just... I mean, I mean crush this we're thing. going for it. We'll see what happens here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm warming up to it. I think yeah, it's probably because my forehead I just hot, can't have him stare at me. Yeah, I know. He was it's staring like at me. like Mona Lisa. Snoop. <laughs> um, so I was like, well. I feel like we should have just. Polished it off. How much is in there? Not very much. Everyone's like, y'all hated this wine and now you don't have any left. Listen, What's happening? Listen, Linda. <laughs> I don't, know how, I don't know how much it's is fine. equal, but go ahead and do what you want to do there, and we'll worry about the rest later. All right. Go for it. <laughs> okay. I got it. There's like a good... That, that's a, there's, I'm good. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I'm golden. It's been a hot minute since I've drank wine, so we'll... In fact, the last time I probably drank this amount of wine, I was with you in Memphis on the Truthful Couch. It's a small bottle, folks. I just don't want <laughs> yeah, the it is a small bottle. Anyway, carry on. So I said, yes. Yeah, I'm ready. What, what are we doing? Let's see what happens. And I now work at Ace Force One. Um, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I think I just finished my fourth week of work. Already? I think so. Jeez. And what started... Well, yeah, because you started there right about the same time I came back to work, right? When I came yeah. back to the building? Yes. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Well, because I went on vacation, like July 13th, 14th, 15th, somewhere in there. 
uh, that week yes. of my anniversary. So I was you on went vacation. on vacation, and then I went on vacation because I was about to have a right. breakdown. Right. Um. Because in the process of all this, I continued to ask our boss, our general manager. I was like, I need to know where we're at. Like, is this temporary? What's happening? And he. And I had a fantastic conversation, and his advice was to not put all my eggs in the radio basket. Well, and for people listening who don't know how all this works, we make our money off advertising. And when places are closed or they can't have their events, we don't have money coming in. We don't have as much money coming in. Right. So there's a lot going on there. Yeah, carry on. So Just so people understand what's happening in the real world. Exactly. So it just it made sense. The timing was good. I love the gym. You know, I, I really enjoyed Zumba. I love running. All these things that I was doing that were keeping me active, I fell in love with it. I am strong, like ridiculously strong. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to brag. I say it because our bodies are wonderfully made. And if you treat them right, they can do amazing things. It blows my mind that I can do the things I am currently doing and then some. And I continue to impress myself and make myself proud. And that's a big deal for somebody that's not really made themselves proud before and physically, like being able to do something like I, I'm very proud of what I do in radio and I, I'm proud of my family, you know, all these things. But to physically see your body start transforming into something different is nothing I know. Like I am very unfamiliar with how this well, works. And it's not like you went from someone who worked out at one point heavily mm-hmm. and then stopped and lost your way or whatever right. and then came back to it it's, no this is it's not a new stopped. thing yeah right? it's like it's something you started september in your 30s uh-huh you know and just dove into it full yeah. steam ahead absolutely and to be perfectly honest when we came when i came out here for the podcast before we were talking about my surgery i had a breast reduction surgery because I could not have physically done all of the things that I'm currently and then doing. Started running and yeah, and doing some things in Zumba and yeah. stuff that you hadn't really done before. And stuff at the gym, like I'm excited that I know how to lift weights. I love it. All I want to do is lift more weights. I just want to keep going until I can't go no more. Don't get too big though, because if you're like China, well, isn't I don't. That what her name is the I don't want to be about China. I'm a W whatever star. So I'm a I'm a big Danny Spiegel fan. Um, do I need to? You could, you could Instagram her. Yeah. I yeah. love her. I watched her on the Titan games also with the rock. Um, I, I love her. In fact, I follow a lot of fitness folks and it gives me a lot of inspiration. Uh, for the longest time, Carrie Underwood's legs were my inspiration. And I, I would like to get to that level. Danny which, L. Yeah. Danny Spiegel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a beast. Jeez. Yeah. I've, is, I have lofty one of these goals. Ladies her? Yes. One wow. of those ladies is her. Uh-huh. True story. With the tats? Well, both of them have tats. Yeah. Which one is it? Left or right? What side? This way or that way? She's on this side. Oh, okay. So she doesn't have the sleeve. No. Because the one with the sleeve scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I mean, her body is pretty trim. Like, I mean, she's in great shape. But There's, those yes. guns are just... Oh, man. That scares me. <laughs> I love it. It's very exciting to me. So I am in the process of... There's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, she's she's good stuff. Hold on a second while I scroll down. <laughs> I'm going to put my phone down. <laughs> um, so I, I do membership and marketing and front desk and, 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 and. 
Uh, in fact, we're granted by the time this airs, it'll already happen. But my all my coworkers, we're getting together tomorrow night for our first like big group dinner because the the gym is is still fairly new. Uh, it opened in November. Um, Ace used to run Complete Nutrition. It started Ace Force One. He's also a former Ducks football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually work out on turf from y'all's well, facility. Well, his name is Andres. Well, a- Andreas and- Reed. Andres. Andres Reed. Reed. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. that's what he went by when he played for the Ducks, yes. which is why when you told me, I'm like, I don't know who Ace Reed is. And I know <laughs> almost all of, or know of all of the like Ducks for the past nine, 20 10. years. And I'm like, Ace Reed, nope. And you're like, wait, I asked him. It's actually Andrus. something different. Yeah, so. Yeah. I know there's a couple Rose Bowls in there, I believe. Or at least one. 2010, 11, whatever yep, that. I was at that game. He, so was he. <laughs> I think we lost that one, though, didn't we? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's the one we lost. All I know is that. Oh, it's a blur. That was so 10 right? years ago. It was so 10 years ago. There's pictures. I mean, I was like 30 then. I started going to a chiropractor who had the same picture on the wall. I was like, what's the deal? I was like, oh, yeah, I used to be the chiropractor for the team. And I was like, huh. In Medford? It? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, man, his name's Powell. Michael Powell. Is that right? Oh, the chiropractor? Yeah, the crater chiropractic right around the corner oh. from the station. So I want to ask you if you're going to switch now that you climb McLaughlin with a different chiropractor. I did climb <laughs> McLaughlin with a different chiropractor. This is true. Uh, I'm not going to make it weird or anything, but Mr. <laughs> Powell, take a seat. No, I'm kidding. But to throw in with working out at the gym, what has actually like truly helped me immensely and has filled my cup more than anything ever has in my life is hiking. Yeah. I love it more than I love doing anything else. More than working out? I, f- I put it in the same category. Yeah. So if I'm going hiking, that is my workout. I'm not going to work out that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I, so when I did my 100 days, I made it. It was great. And I was like, well, here's to 100 more. Oops, there goes the cork. <laughs> And uh, I made it to day 140 when I hiked Mount McLaughlin and I allowed myself the next day off because everyone around me, my coach, Ace included, was like, you need a freaking rest day, you beast. Quit. Well, you're supposed to take one every once in a while anyway, not yes, after 140 you are. days or whatever. I know. So I actually felt really good about taking a day off and then I was back in the gym the next day. I'm, I'm hiking. I'm going doing pilot rock on Sunday. So which, you are going to do it. Oh huh? yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I guess it's, it's a little sketchy at the top. That's what I hear. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. Like a little sketchy. McLaughlin like was sketchy. Ball tingling sketchy. Well, I had my I balls tingle. Your, I, okay. All right. I there, talked to your uh, partner in crime that went with you and uh, she's still Brandy? trying to talk me into it. Yeah. I would do it again. And she's like, it's not what you think at the top. You're going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, you guys keep saying that. It's but. true. You would be fine. There's a, there's a, a mental block that you like create because when we got to the false summit, the heartbreak Ridge, I think is what they call it. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And they're like, nope. We, we got to keep going. You see all those people climbing these rocks? That's where we're going. Mm, like, joy. Y'all are crazy. And that's what we did. And I didn't realize it till we had come back down. And I was looking up. I was like, we just did that? That's what I just did? I, me, Ashley, just climbed that mountain. I did mm-hmm. that. And let me just tell you, we picked the hottest day of the year to climb you the did mountain. Too. And... Muggy too. It was hot. Yeah, it was, it was muggy. hot. There were this, bugs. There was nothing good about that day. There were butterflies everywhere. 
every i've never in all of my life seen that many butterflies is it always like that up there i don't know is that what they say did you ask them nobody really knew they just said yeah this is just what happens oh. I, I think it's probably different times a year you're not right. going to see them but in the summertime they're everywhere hardest thing i think i've put my body through physically but at the same time it wasn't does that make sense mm-hmm. like I've never done anything that grueling and that long. Um, I've hiked Colonel Bob in Washington, and that was probably the hardest thing at that point that I had done. And I did it because somebody told me I couldn't. A McLaughlin just happened in a conversation with some girls at the gym, and we were supposed to be doing the girls at the gym going. And didn't then half of them back Yes, out. they did. They had other obligations. They just didn't right. go. Uh, so Liz, my girlfriend from the gym, we were like, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. And then... I had reached out to Brandy and she's like, we're going that same day. And so, which I asked her, I'm like, did, were you really going the same day? Yes. And she said, yeah, our like whole summer's planned out. Her and boyfriend was, yes. like literally got planned. All map. She's like, here's what we're doing this weekend. Here's what we're doing next weekend. And, uh, she's like, yeah, we, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a setup at all. She's like, no. I, and, and cause she hadn't responded to me for a while. And she's like, actually we were at Yellowstone and explain. The oh whole yeah. They thing have plans. Like oh, it's yeah. like a calendar of events. Yeah. I will say, that she made that trip oh i'm sure like it was one of the best experiences i have had with people that i haven't spent that amount of time with because you're hiking you're in nature it's like eight hours of literally putting your body through you know misery (laughs) or enjoyment depends on how you look at it and you get to really know people and like i've known brandy since i moved here you know she used to on real deals and like being able to like get to work with her on different events and St. Jude stuff. Like I really got to to know her and I call her a friend and the fact that we were able to do that, I don't think I would have had the experience I had without her, without her. Yeah. And she is a badass. Like she well, let and, us down that freaking mountain and you got to find these and white she's dots. She's never done that by no, herself before. She so she was like, I'm not going to, she was telling me, she's like, I told him I wouldn't, I'm not going to leave you guys. The boys are going ahead cause they want to take off, but I'm not going to leave yeah, cause you. Her boyfriend's got young kids yeah. and they were like, we got to go. troop waffles. They had all the energy in the world. I was right. like, oh, I just got to need another cliff bar. <laughs> yeah. And she was telling me how like she's one of those people who, and I don't want to say too much and speak out of turn, but she's one of those people that didn't really do a lot of stuff like that Absolutely. before either. And mm-hmm. so for her, it was like an accomplishment to, well, A, she enjoyed being around you guys, but also leading you guys out of there by herself was like something for her. That's a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I asked her, I'm like, so like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, oh, it's easy to get lost. Like you could easily get lost. Because it looks like there's other trails and right. there's not. You like, you have to find these white dots that are spray painted on things And I honestly think like had that not worked out and it would have just been Liz and myself, I don't know that we would have made it to where we were supposed to go because I think we wouldn't have known what we were doing. Right. Which is a great thing to point out for people going for the first time. Take someone with you that's done it. Yes. Like I would not do that by myself. I wouldn't just take off and do something. Even some other hikes I, it's it's always smart to take someone who knows what the hell they're doing and more water yeah we, i drink all of it well all water. and also like you learn how to ration water and stuff mm-hmm. like that and and how to salt tablets 
yeah. saved my life. Really? In fact, I should have learned what those were before Country Crossings because that would have been lovely to have not gone down. I feel like we need to pour one out for Country Crossings, <laughs> but we're running out of Snoop wine to pour out. So we'll just, you know, act like we poured one out. Right. But, but going with, with Brandy was honestly like the highlight of my life is well, hiking this mountain. Doesn't hurt that she's probably one of the best people on this planet. She really is. You know, when you really get down, mm-hmm. when you get to know her and how awesome of a person she is, like she just is constantly doing stuff for other people. And, you know, yeah, lot, she's oh, a big heart. Yeah. And she was, she was cracking up because she ran into some people on the mountain who recognized uh-huh. her and they're like, we know you from somewhere. And she's like, well, I used to own this little store. And they're like, real deals. Yeah. She's like, I was like tearing up and they were tearing up and this, it was thing. really cool. And those girls ended up like going with us for a good chunk of the yeah. trek. But she, she's just an amazing person. And I, I feel very blessed that that's the experience I had because I will never forget it. I am shocked that I did it because I have looked at Mount McLaughlin Every day since I moved here, I see it on my way to work every single day. You know, it's really cool. If you're here in the daytime and you go right down here and hit Redwood Avenue. Okay. You get like halfway down here. You can see it between like the, and I didn't realize this. I've lived here for almost 20 years and I didn't realize it until about four or five years ago that on a nice clear day, you're cruising down Redwood Avenue. You look up and you can see the peak, right? It's like a sweet spot. Really? Oh, it's great. Yeah. I'm excited for, for those views because the day after we hiked, I took my dog for a drive and we ended up where you go over I-5, you come over by the pilot and I've taken that road a million times. I don't even think twice about it when I'm driving that way. And Max and I always cruise around like the back roads in Jacksonville and we get coffee and it's just the thing that we do, especially when it's hot, can't take him for a walk. And I wasn't even prepared to even like, my mind wasn't even thinking about it. I was just cruising around town with my dog and when we like came over I-5, Mount McLaughlin was in the most beautiful in view at the moment. Glory. And I just started bawling like uncontrollably to the point where I was like, what am I doing? So I turned and I like ended up turning like to try to go to Eagle Point where you take Vilas. And I had to pull over like I stuck myself next to the barbecue joint and I just cried in a way that I don't think I've ever cried. It was like pride and emotional because i can tell you right now had things not flipped upside down at the radio station i would not have hiked that mountain right i know that 110 percent. isn't that crazy though and i think (laughs) it's worth pointing out that and i'm trying to figure out how to say this the right way because i definitely want to make sure it comes across the right way of how you can respond to a situation like we get to choose how we respond to each situation. Yeah. And in this world that we're living in right now, a lot of people decide to throw fits and tear shit up or, or, or make a big scene of a situation, uh, or poor me. It, it's easier to do all of those things. Sure. And to not, and to just say, you know, what, I'm going to just, here's what I'm going to do. Fine. This happened. I'm going to channel my energy over here. And this is what it is. I can't do anything about it. So I'm just going to take all of my energy and dump it over here. And that's, at least from my perspective, that's exactly what you've done. And it's like, yeah. just poured it all into it. And I mean, no matter, I've hiked every single weekend since yeah. the first weekend of July. And no matter what happens, like, you know that you are just funneling all of the energy and none of it is negative. No. And like, there's so much to be said for, and I know we've had a lot of talks between the two of us that aren't public talks about like how 
we respond to different situations mm-hmm. and it would be so easy. There's been numerous times where it would have been easy. Definitely for you to throw a poor me fit. And there's been times where it probably would have made sense for both of us to do it. But we kind of have, we have this understanding of a, how we're going to deal with our listeners and yeah. how we're going to approach what we do. And then in our personal lives, we take the similar approach. Sure. You know, and it's like, I know for me, I'm not on a fitness journey, but there was something special about the situation that happened that no matter what happens, I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. And I know that you and I have had to talk about, we're kind of like ride or die. Like we've, we've had the conversation numerous times about Mm -hmm. what our plans are and all that. But personally, it's like you have to decide what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. And then it's like, I'm going to focus my energy over here. And if everything gets dumped upside down, that's what it is. Right. And that's not up to us. It is like all we can do is put our best foot forward, which is what we've tried to do for five and a half years. And if it all hits the fan and we don't get the chance to do it anymore. We gave it all. we we, We have no control over it. Yeah. But you know what? We can look back and go, you know what? We threw everything we had out of it and we had a hell of a run. By the way, we're not done yet. No. Um, (laughs) But if it is over, and for those of you listening, we've had this conversation. If it does end, it just ends what that was. It doesn't mean it's over forever, but maybe who knows what happens, but we're not we're not giving up no matter what it is. No. And it doesn't mean that we'll always be doing something together. No, not necessarily. But it's just the mindset of channeling everything you have into something positive. It's not easy. I don't want no. people to sit here and go, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just I do so, not have my shit together. Can we you, just say that? <laughs> you guys make it sound like it's so goddamn easy, which I shouldn't say that. But I'm on my second glass of Snoop wine. So I just. It did. is not easy. I and will say that Friday too. It's Friday at 930. But. You know, we have options. We do. In this world, we have options. And it's, you have to decide whether you want to sit around and pour me or you just pour everything you have into something or something else. If I have a pour me, it is very quick. Like there's been a couple instances where things have happened and I like let it get the best of me, but it was very short lived. Like instantly, like I know how to help myself. I know what I need. If I'm in a spot where I'm bothered by something, I know what I need to do. And with this fitness journey, it has helped in more ways than I thought I needed. And I, for you, it's like an outlet, right? Like what is that outlet? You know, for you it's fitness and for some people it's painting sure, or gardening or whatever that is. So like to find something, yeah, that doesn't drag you down this path over here that could be. And it's really hard. And I know, like I know for me and to get into my personal life, like things are not a hundred percent awesome everywhere, you know, and even in relationships. And I think my husband would be totally fine with me saying that we've had some struggles because with this pandemic and everything that's going on in the world, it makes things hard. Like hypersensitive too. And totally everyone believes something different. Or has their own version of what's happening. Yeah. Which can make things even more difficult. And it's just a roller coaster of life. Sure. But it makes things a bigger challenge. But I will say, 
he is on a fitness journey in the same manner that I am. And we are both a hundred percent on the same page and it has helped us immensely. Me going to work at the gym and having that be a separate job entirely, which is wild, by the way. Let me just tell you, it is weird that I have to go somewhere and I have to clock in. <laughs> I cleaned a toilet on my first day. Can you clean the toilets at work? Cause no, <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> I mean, I guess hey, I boss, could. if you're listening, don't take that the wrong way. There's just some guys that don't manscape and our urinal needs freaking pressure. It needs a pressure washer. Shoot. Can I say that? Uh, you did. If we get fired because I said there's. On the. On the. I almost said it. You too. did. Let it's me fine. Just, let me it's just fine. take a breather for a second. I will. So. There's. There's nothing that I won't do. And I understand people are in a crazy situation. And for me, if if I were to take the time and look at my finances, me individually, Lucas and I are very separate. And, and if I take me and what I make now. It's alarming. <laughs> it's very disturbing. It's very sucky. But you cannot put a price on your personal happiness. And what did I tell you? That that is right now. So it's if not going to be later. If you have your personal happiness already, mm -hmm. the financial stuff will take care of itself. Sure. And I get that. Like, and I am blessed that I have another income with, with Lucas. Like it's not just me on my own, but if I had, if I was on my own, I would need roommates. Like I would not be able to afford life. It would just wouldn't work, but I've had to like not think about that. So yes, things do stink and that's not awesome. I'm working like two part-time jobs that are both full-time jobs in retrospect, but it's, fine right everything is fine like I will just say that but I will say with with what I'm doing at the gym it has completely turned my life into a direction I would have never even considered ever well and there's a lot of people out there who say that they and there's people who have a lot of money and there's people who have had money and lost the money or never you know whatever but they say the happiest I ever was was when I was working just because I loved what I did. And then I ended up making money, but money doesn't fix anything. No, it doesn't. You could have all the money and in the world. And sometimes it actually makes it harder. Mm -hmm. Do you have to survive? Yeah. Yeah. You, you do. And you I have am to surviving. pay the bills. And, yeah. and I think that's one thing for me when it really just nosedived. It's like, okay, here's where we're at. Here's what we could do. Once I kind of came to that conclusion of like, this is what it is. And my wife said, no matter what happens, we're going to be okay. I was like, huh? Okay. So if you're not worried about it, then I'm not going to worry about it. And I'll just keep doing my thing and we'll figure it out. And to know that like, if you just enjoy what you do mm -hmm. and pour everything you have, even if you don't enjoy it, but you pour everything you have into it, some way, somehow it's going to work out. I totally believe because that. Because in America, there's enough places looking for good people still. People are hiring Maybe now more than ever. <laughs> that if you're willing to scrub the toilet, and as I told you the story about the what cupcake or mm -hmm. cookie lady or whatever she was that scrubbed yeah. the toilets and had a cleaning business and then parlayed that into the cupcake business and now she's a multi-millionaire or whatever. Not that that's the goal necessarily. No. But if you enjoy it, then it doesn't matter. As long as you can cover what's happening. Sure. But I'm, the thing about it is I'm making less money and I'm also spending less money. 
Right. Like I'm not spending frivolously. Which, which for the machine that is America, and I think this is worth pointing out because a lot of people don't talk about it, and I feel bad for the businesses that are suffering. 100%. I try I, to help them. But <laughs> as I told you, we did not eat out for four months. Yeah. We didn't order out. We didn't take out. We didn't dine in. We couldn't. But nothing. Yeah. And there was people out there, well, I'm supporting the takeout. I'm like, I don't have the choice right now to support the takeout because if we don't cut it to the bone, it's going to get ugly in a hurry. Right. And that's what we did. And it's amazing what you can do. And we're very frugal, as you know. Mm-hmm. But- and I thought we were as frugal as we could possibly be still within reason eating out, you know, this is before COVID then that happened. And I'm like, Holy shit. We, we slap. I mean, it was incredible. The amount of money, part of it was not driving back and forth to work, you know, a couple sure. hundred bucks a month right there, a couple hundred bucks a month eating out. All of a sudden you're like, that's a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing what you can do when you, when you really have to clamp the screws down. Is that what, the economy wants to hear no. No. <laughs> but what is the economy? But that's what you have to do on? for you. The economy is built on consumerism. All of this shit you see in the garage benefited someone, mm-hmm. right? And so to think that we can live simply is not what the economy wants to hear. But in reality, it's probably the best case scenario for every single one of us. I would agree with to that. live frugally. And so that's why we've been unloading stuff and I've been selling stuff on Facebook and Craigslist because it's like a stuff is the number one stress causer Mm -hmm. and B it's kind of nice to just clear out some space and have a few extra bucks totally to do something else with, or just hang on to for when the shit storm hits again. Yeah. You know, and I literally don't have the time. If I thought I was busy before I'm in a whole different world of busy, Mm -hmm. but it's awesome. Busy. Right. I don't know that I've ever been this happy. And it's like a genuine happy in internally, like with my, like what's going on. Yes, there is sucky stuff happening. I won't discount that, but I feel like I'm surrounding myself with people that want the same things. Mm -hmm. And that's really beautiful. And I will say with radio, like I honestly, I think radio has prepared me for this next step in my life. And with radio, the gratifying moments of being able to be there for people that have listened to us for years and to be able to assist in like cool experiences and memories and helping make these magical dreams come true for people is very gratifying. Like that's a fun thing that we get to do working at this gym and being able to have somehow inspired people to come to the gym and start working out at the gym and starting their own fitness journey is a gratifying feeling that I didn't know existed. It's like on a whole new level probably, right? It's because a it's a bajillion like, times hey, better. Meet and greets are cool and all, but how about you change your life? And how how awesome is that? It's it makes me emotional. Like, I can't tell you how many people I have spoke to within the last couple of months that are on their own fitness journey, whether they're coming to my gym or not, they're on their own fitness journey. There's a girl that I talked to through Snapchat who literally reached out to me and said that when I had my surgery and I started being vocal about it, 
inspired her to go on her own journey and she's lost almost 30 pounds and she's going to have the same surgery and wouldn't even have done it had I not Mm -hmm. shared my experience about it. And there's listeners that we've had that have come to the gym and are there because of something I have said or done or seen like, cause I've been documenting my progress since I started. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's exciting for, for me to know that I'm helping someone else get on the same sort of path. Well, and you even pointed it out earlier this evening that you were sprinting with my sister, Kim Nichols, who, by the way, episode 33, check it out. It was a good one. Um, You guys were doing sprints tonight together. And she told me last week, she's like, signed up for Ashley's gym. You know what's really cool about that is, like, some people will talk to you and they're like, yeah, it sounds like a good time. And then they don't go. Which my sister... Kids, if you're listening, turn this part down. Is like, fuck it, I'll be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. She has that attitude, like, I'll go down there and uh-huh. check it out. She came in, she checked it out, got a tour, signed up because anybody can come in for a free week. If you don't want to, you don't have to walk in the door and sign up. Like, that's right. what's really cool about it. You want to check it out, see if it's your thing? Great. You don't like it? Sorry. Like, good, glad you tried. Mm-hmm. But it's like the people that want to come in and see what it's about, you can come in for free and have a good time and see if you like it. Kim came in, loved it. And today I was like, dude, I'm in the the 415 class. Are you coming? And she was like, I'll be there. I was like, perfect. So and she even said like she was so sore and, you know, all these things. But it's a good sore. Like you want that. And I get so much joy out of seeing people I know coming in. And I would feel that way even if they weren't coming to the gym. If they wanted to do, they want to go running. They want to go do Zumba. They want to go work out at a different gym. I'm all for all of that. I am all for helping support and encourage anyone that's trying to just better themselves in whatever capacity they're trying. Yeah. Because we're all just trying to get through whatever this situation is that we're all getting through. Well, and you'd hope that people could find whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And for you, obviously, you found something. I know that you talked to Amanda Valentine, my previous I talk to Amanda show all the time. co-host. I love her. She was on episode, I'm not looking at my phone right now to tell you, but she was also on this podcast. Man, we've had some badasses on this thing. Um, but she went on her journey, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, where the hell was I going with that? The Snoop Dogg. I don't know, but I'm apparently following Amanda's is... footsteps <laughs> because she... Just don't leave like she did. <laughs> so I, th- that's the thing. Like I, I am not going to willingly walk away from radio. Like somebody's going to have to tell me that my position is cut. Well, and to take it one step further and stop me if I'm saying too much, but not just walk away from radio, but walk away from the current radio situation because there's other Correct. radio opportunities yes. out there and there has been. And Correct. And you haven't walked away from the current situation. No. I radio has been my love since I was a little girl. I love everything about radio aside from the the ego that Maniacs. comes with certain radio <laughs> people. I feel like I'm um, going to be like, hey, yay, know what national day it is today? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I just, I, I love what I've been able to be a part of because I loved what I listened to mm-hmm. when I was growing up. And I try to maintain that. Like, what you hear is what you get, whether I'm on the radio or I'm at Albertsons. Like, you're going to find the same person. I don't want to not be what you listen to like it's it's all very real and there's some people that are in this industry that aren't real and I don't ever want that and if that's what it ever becomes 
that's when I would willingly walk away. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot. We do. And I don't have any interest in doing this with anyone else. Like we've had that conversation many times. Mm -hmm. That's just not what I want. Like it, it isn't at all. But if something happens and our current situation changes, it won't be because you or I were like, peace, we're not doing this. No, because we've both had the opportunity to do something else. Mm -hmm. And fairly recently. Yes. You know, (laughs) this is very true. um, uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yes, but it's (laughs) it's an interesting industry. And with the, the way things are going I don't know what's going to happen. Shit, I don't either. I re- exactly. But you know what? What is it? Like, we could stress about it, and I worried about it for years off and on. I've been fired before. I'm the radio guy that has been fired. Uh, it's nice to know that they've asked me to come back, you know, a few times. But um, I I just want to do it. And, I, and you and I have talked about this. We want to do it as well as we possibly can. And if someone decides that... It, that doesn't work for them anymore, which I hope that never happens. But if it does, we, again, we, we tried everything we could possibly do. Yeah. And, uh, I think we did a pretty damn good job of doing it too, you know, for a bunch of, a couple of small town kids who (laughs) didn't know what the hell they were doing, you know, but it's, it's, um, yeah, it is what it is. And, and to just not worry about that, you know, and for me, especially now, like one of the, one of the best things for me, was after the first week of being back at the radio station and you're you were like man that was that was this is a good week like man when you this came was back? like one of the better weeks and not that any of them were bad cuz you just talked a little while ago about how awesome we managed to pull it off but like like we're dialed i'm like yeah shit we can still figure this out <laughs> like we're in two we're, different rooms we're down it's the hall fine. from each other like hey <laughs> you good yeah. then we got skype working which i think is even better yeah so we can see each other and and there probably is a way for us to have it on the internet so everyone can watch but i'm not that technically savvy and so <laughs> i'm just like god just the fact that we're on the air and can see each other is a win in my book you yes. know but uh no it's good it's very good and i i'm not a fan of what's going on in the world like with the all of the things but I'm trying to make the most of it. Well, and that's just it. There's a lot of things that really hurt my heart. Sure. You know, it hurt my, it hurts my heart. What's happening in Portland, what's happening in Seattle. Um, there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of shit that we don't need to be fighting about, you yeah. know, politics being one of them, you know, you know mm-hmm. how I feel about the machine and right. how I think it's just a bunch of horse shit and, I think more good people should run for office, but would that even matter? And so that part is discouraging. (laughs) This is why we don't watch the fucking news. All right. I can't. Thanks Snoop Dogg wine. Now you got me saying the F bomb. (laughs) Um, But it's like when you get away from all of that, America is a pretty damn awesome place. Yeah. Like we have beautiful mountains, rivers, lakes, a lot of awesome people. We really do. And when you just deal with people on a one-on-one basis, like you watched Kimberly talk to our neighbor for mm-hmm. a half an hour, 45 minutes. It's awesome. And they're just chatting about whatever and our other neighbors, which we don't necessarily have the same views, but we don't ever talk about that. Because it we doesn't just, matter. No, it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't. And yeah, will someone hike your taxes or lower this or raise that? Sure, something. But every single day, it doesn't really have... No, every day in 2020 has been like a shit show of epic proportions and something new happens every single day. Yeah. And it's typically politically driven. 
yep. in some sort of way. And when I started hiking, I, I did it to shut out the noise. Like if I go out in nature, like I'm not on my phone. I'm using my phone to take pictures, but I'm not on it. I'm not right. texting. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not Instagramming. I'm one with the nature and I'm just enjoying what is around me. And what's crazy is I've lived here five and a half years. I've never done any of the things that I've done this summer. Every weekend I'm like, Roxy Ann, Table Rock, the other Table Rock. Well, and part of that's because there's obligations. Yes. But that's not always the case either. No. I think, and I didn't mean to cut you off, but I know for me, that is also the case. Have I done a great job this summer getting out there and checking them out? Not necessarily, but that's just what happens because we're distracted by all of these other things. I've never not had obligations. Right. And and would it be awesome? And I know you love concerts probably even love more em. than I do. College football, NFL, Seahawks, you're a big fan, all these things. And when you really stop and think about it, and I told someone this yesterday and I told someone else the day before and I told someone else the day before because it always comes up of what what are you going to do without college football I said I'm going to relax yeah and I'm going to hang out with the kids I'm doing all the things I haven't been able to do all of the stuff that we never get done because we're distracted by all these things which are fun but what are they designed to do distract distract (laughs) and take your money yeah back to you're saving money because you're not doing all the things. Does it hurt the economy? Yes. Does it help my personal economy? Yes. Yes. So it's like, it's really interesting when you actually, when you're forced into it and you cannot do it, you realize, I'm going to get sidetracked again now that I've derailed what you were saying. And one more thing on top of that, it's like my father-in-law was like, well, I got to go hunting. We go every year. I'm like, for one weekend. Of one year, can you not go hunting? And reverse it the same way. Our buddy rolling down at K Red in Eureka mm-hmm. has been a football um, official for 30 years and hasn't hunted in 30 plus years. And he's going to hunt this year for the first time because he doesn't have football to referee. Yeah. And so when you really stop and pull yourself out of it and look at the whole picture and go, oh, I don't have to do that. I don't need to be over here. I can actually say, you know what? I'm going to take one weekend off from that and go over here instead. And it's not going to make that much of a difference. And, oh, that was awesome over here. It's, it's amazing what your mind, like for me to not have any plans on the weekend, hardly ever, means the kids get the loft built that's been two years in the making. It means shit gets done around here. It means we just relax at times. It means I can weed eat whenever I need. I mean, we just live. Yeah. And it's so crazy that we're so distracted or have been for a very long time. I mean, concerts are a huge part of radio. we don't even realize it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's just and we been love what them, we've done. And I want to go see Luke Combs in October, <laughs> but I can't see him till 2021 if then. Sure. But you know what? That it's weekend okay. in October, I'll be around here. It'll probably be a beautiful fall weekend and maybe we'll go on a road trip. Maybe we'll go hiking. Maybe we'll do what, you know what I mean? It's like, there's so many other things. And I think that's the thing for people who are so hung up on what we had to do. We had to like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've been doing this for 25 years. Here's an idea. Do something different. Don't. 
Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Just, I, I've not seen all of what Southern Oregon has to offer me. And I don't think I would have appreciated it before now. But like you were talking about with all these concerts, I've been in radio 16 years. That's been my life. Like there's always an event. There's a promotion. There's a charity. There's a function. There's a fundraiser. There's a car wash. There's a remote. There's a sale. There's a thing every weekend Mm -hmm. for years. And I'm not saying that's bad. That's just been what is. And so to be able to do what I want to do for myself, like I will be totally selfish with my time because it's given me life in a way that I was not giving myself and making me a priority is the best thing I could have done. Do I still have other obligations and responsibilities and family and friends? A hundred percent. But I also know I can't pour from an empty cup. And so what fills my cup and allows me to be able to do all these other things is making sure that I'm good, that my mental health is okay. And hiking has been the best thing ever. I don't see it ending. In fact, I'm pretty stoked to travel to hike. Like I, I'm, I, me and your buddy Amanda, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Utah at some point, and nice. I'm going. Yeah, I'm doing the damn thing. I love it. I want to climb rocks. I want to climb more mountains. I Mount Thielson's on my list. I, I'm very excited to just see what I can do, and why not? Yeah. And I would have never done any of these things. If I was at a festival or if I was trying to figure out how to give promotions away or doing all these things because it's stuff that I wouldn't have tried to fit into my schedule. Well, I can't tell you how many times there was something that was, let's say, a family function. I'm like, well, I'm at at that weekend or Mm -hmm. we're getting ready for the fair or I got to go to this golf tournament or I got to, well, got to, I got to, and this summer it's like my aunt turned 60 and they're like, you guys coming? I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. We're coming. Social distancing, of course. Folks, we were very safe while we were there. Badass (laughs) water slide though. Um, But anyway, stuff like that, like, you know what? Let's just go up to Glendale and let's go to the creek. We'll strap the kayak on top of the car. Like in June, you know? Yeah. And we'll throw all the kids in the car and maybe it's not the perfect time for the nap for the baby, but you know what? We're just going to go anyway because the rest of the kids are going to love it and the baby can kind of figure out the nap situation. And then grandma's like, why don't you guys come up for dinner? And, you know, I look at Kimberly and she's like, oh, yeah, but we're going to get home. Yep, let's just go. So then you just do it. And you just go to have the dinner that you probably wouldn't have made time for before. And all of those things, and those are like the best times a hundred percent the things that we should be doing but we're so distracted with so many of the other things and right now there just isn't as many things to be distracted by i took an entire week off of work before i was going to start at the gym to get myself together there was a lot going on before that time and i was like i need a freaking break like i need to just decompress i need to get out of town and for me when i'm in those moments of like getting ready to have a like a breakdown I need to see the coast I grew up at the coast seeing the ocean it like soothes my soul I don't want to be in it but I want to look at it and so I planned a trip by myself uh to go to Salishan Resort and and it's funny because people are like are you and Lucas okay why are you going to the coast I'm like Lucas and I are fine you do you boo like I'm I, I am a very independent person 
as is my husband. It's why we work very well because we have a very under, good understanding of one another needing space if and when that happens. And I was in a very funky headspace well, going yeah, into that you, trip. You almost didn't even go on vacation. Yeah. And then decided, yeah, I think I should probably do this. Yeah. But there was a lot going on. A lot of things that I, I don't necessarily want to get into. But there was a lot happening in my world that I thought things were going to crumble in a different way. And I was like, I got I got to go. Like, I just need to get out of here. And so I booked a, several days at the coast and ended up really re-finding myself. And I encourage people, if you're in a funk, to do something that helps you. Like, whatever that is. For me, it was to go to the coast. I ran miles and miles on the coast. I've never ran on a beach before. I grew up at the beach. Mm -hmm. And to do things I've never done. They had this like skills course, like an aerial course in the trees where you're like hooking things and you're doing stuff and you're climbing around. And it was exhilarating. It was fun. And it was just really therapeutic. And it was exactly what I needed, whether it was the drive to and from, seeing the ocean, taking that time away. I came back refreshed ready to start a new job and that was four or five weeks ago somewhere in there yeah. it's been the best thing for my relationship my marriage i will say that <laughs> we are in a completely different spot which is really good it's very healthy and the conversations we have now are are growing like they're growing conversations. Like, well, and how much of that do you think is because you were able to like separate yourself from the noise of everything else that was going that. on? Because I know for me that the worst of times has been when I'm overwhelmed with all of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I get here and I'm like, ah, I got to, and why are you, and then, and it's like, it's the noise. Oh my gosh. But when you can just strip it down to the minimum and go, okay, we're just two, right? Two people. And then you feel like, okay, you have a better understanding of you. Mm -hmm. And then you can like communicate better because the rest of the noise has been. I was not a good out. communicator. And I will say that because my husband and I were on very opposite sides with a lot of things that were going on and it made things very difficult. I will say now we are in the best spot we've ever been in. That's awesome. And I'm re-falling in love with him. Good if that you. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I know that marriage is not a fairy tale and we had a very fairy tale year when we met, met, fell in love, got engaged like that process. And there was a chunk of time there where I was like, this is not what I signed up for. But at the same time, it is what I signed up for. I could either give up and go about my day or I could really try to dissect what's going on and figure out how to work through this because it's not him and it's not me. It's, it's two people trying to figure out how to work together. Like we made a commitment to one another. What are we going to do? Like how are we going to make this work? And we're in such a better place that it blows my mind that we were not in this place not crazy. before. Yes. And that's something that I do not talk about. Like I just, I don't like the, 
what goes on behind closed doors is nobody's business. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not going into too many details, but things were very tough. So. No. Yeah. And but I'm very proud of the work that we are both doing with one another. I mean, that just goes to show you that you can change a situation anytime. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it doesn't have to be some big grandiose thing. Right. right. It doesn't have to be some big revelation. It just has to be communication. Right. And we're both part. working on it. <laughs> we're not good great. Good for him. I know, good for him too, right? <laughs> yes. Because yeah. obviously I, know, I only say that because obviously I know you a hell of a lot better than I know him. Right. And I can communicate with you clearly. Mm-hmm. We've figured that part out. <laughs> we have. Um, so, yeah, that's why I say good for him because and you, of course. But to be able to figure that out is not always an easy thing to do. No. And to be fair, I mean, you know a lot about my personal life. <laughs> Give me another <laughs> bottle of Snoop wine and we'll lay it all out on the table. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. But it's true. Like you, you, you see me on my worst days. You see me on my best days and you see what happens when things suck. You know, people have arguments or. And vice versa. We're like the sounding board, you know, totally. And, which is a good thing, I think. I do like, too. Some could Everybody look at it as a negative. That. Like if people were to look at it from the outside, mm-hmm. and I know I've had people say to me before, "Oh, don't people worry about? Don't your spouses worry about you going places together?" Well, I don't know if they do, but I'm not worried about it. Like we've stayed in an Airbnb together, you and I have, and there's no issue. No, like we uh, we clearly understand each other very well, and we can take a shit or not and be <laughs> fine with it. And Ashley brings trap of crap and we're all good. Everything's fine. But, um, where the hell is I going with that? Jesus, it's late on a Friday. Um, and I don't Friday well. Yeah. It's crazy. I just, yeah. I don't either, but it's, it's all fine. good. Um, now the bugs Everything are fine. is fine. Which, by the way, um, if we haven't said this already, which I think I did, we have the lights on in the garage. It's one of the later podcasts I've done. And Ashley was here and it was cold last time, but the garage door is open. Yeah. And if you can hear the crickets, that's badass because... It is I mean, a nice that, sound. That's a nice little bonus feature with this podcast. I mean, it's literally in the fucking garage. This is true. And the garage door is open, and there's yeah. a bunch of shit I have to put away <laughs> after Ashley leaves because my kids can't figure out how to put their toys away. I still have to go home and water my garden. It's fine. No, she's going to stay for an hour or two because until <laughs> her ride gets here. Um, true story. Anyway, where was I going with all that? Um, to be... So, you have been... like. I don't know that we've had an opportunity because of how my hours have worked to really have this conversation. Right. Like I feel like, cause we, we do the show. Yes. And sorry for interrupting. No, you're fine. I'll make it quick. But like we do the show and then I like race to the other side to start doing my thing. You have like a very limited amount of time before you move to your next thing. And it's like, boom, go. Yeah. Like we get done and it's like, okay, high five out, which is like a virtual thing of like, okay, I'm going to hang up. I got to go. And like today I'm going to hang up and you got to go here and I got to make sure we got this scheduled and boom, see ya. Mm-hmm. And we're out yeah. all our separate ways. I have enough time to leave the radio station to go home, let the dogs out, grab lunch, change or put my gym bag together to go to my other job. And then I'm there and then I'm working out. And then I'm there till seven mm-hmm. and then I go home and I'm figuring out dinner and I'm prepping for the next day and I go to bed and I get up and I do it all over again. It's almost like having kids. It really is. <laughs> and I would like for the record for people to stop asking me when I'm going to have a child. I'm not. Can we just say that? Can <laughs> I say that say I'm not having you that? You can just borrow mine whenever you want. And I'm fine with that. I'm having dogs. Um, at some point, 
there will be children in my life. They most likely are not coming out of my body because that's not a thing. So someday, yes. Right now, that's not my priority. In fact, I don't know how I would even manage to put a child into my situation. And I know that. It's not for everybody. Right. But I get asked all the time. In fact, I just got asked earlier this week. Well, there you go. And I, they were like, when are you having a baby? And I was like, when are you having a baby? Yeah. What, 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 why do people I, say that? I don't know. Like you, you have cute babies. I'm sure I would. It's like people saying to me, don't you know what caused that? I'm like, no. Huh? That's why we keep four. doing it. I was like, yeah, we keep doing <laughs> it. No, we're not. People, they just get very into your business. I love kids. I'm actually really great with kids. I would be an awesome mom. I'm fully like, I, I understand these things. Now's not the time. Someday I will adopt a child that needs a loving family and it'll be great. When the time is right. Yes. And it will happen when it's supposed to happen. Yes. And it'll probably be when you think it's not the right time. I'm sure. And all of a sudden something will I'm fall I'm going to go home lap. and make a kid on my doorstep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Good. What were you going to say though? You started to say something and I interrupted you because I wanted to make a point about something. I was probably talking about our relationship. Yeah, but it was after that. But you were saying, it was before you made the point about not having a kid. Yes. And you were saying something. Damn it. <laughs> I wanted to capture that moment and now I lost it. <sighs> was it about Lucas? No, it was after that. Okay. It was uh this job to that job. Yeah, I mean I don't have a lot of free time and I I do I do oh, no, feel I know bad. What it was. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you no, again you're good. for the eighth time. But Lay you were saying me. like you said we haven't had a chance to talk about this cuz we don't see each other. Very much. Yes. You carry on. And so the, the last we're going to say, so well, I feel like the last time that like we really had a full conversation about things was before I went on. It was in rogue river. Yeah. Right. Yes. Am I wrong? No, you were correct. Okay. And at the park crossing the weed yes, store. And we got really like we dived in to personal lives. Yeah. Because there was some stuff going on yeah, at that point for both of us. A lot. There was a lot of things happening. A lot of things. And that was kind of when we were like, okay, we're in it to win it, right? Still? Yep. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We have done a 180. And then it should have hit the fan because that was after <laughs> yeah. that. You're like, we can do this and this and this. And then it was like. Ah. It was literally like the next week. Yep. It yep. was like, we are so in on this job and this radio thing. And then it was like, which sorry, we still guys, are, you're being cut. <laughs> which we've still, we yes. still have committed to doing what we talked about. It's just the extra. It's that is, just, uh, the, yeah. Do we? The problem is, we want to do more. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's we a good thing. We always want to do more. It's a good thing that we want to do more. And so. Speaking of more, and this is a total sidebar. Love sidebars. Um, I'm very excited for a project I'm doing for St. Jude. Yes. Hell like, yeah. Like, really which freaking you know excited. I don't know how much you want to say about that, which I'll give you plenty of time to say as much as you want. But that's one of the things that's hurt my heart the most about what's happened in the last five months is to know that we had a gala or gala. Either or. Okay. (laughs) We had one of those events that was going to be badass and we had a golf tournament canceled. But there will be a time where we make up for that and then some. Mm hmm. And if not, I'm okay with that too. But I don't think we're done yet. I don't think we're done either. But we had to take a little break. Mm-hmm. We kind of were forced into a break and then it got crazy. Everybody's and having I, a little and break. And I had to like say, listen, 
I have poured 10 plus years into that. I can't do that right now. I will be back, but right this take minute a time out. or for a couple months, I got to like get my shit together and then I'll circle back around. Yes. Um, and then here comes 2020, like a roaring pandemic. Yeah. But I will say I'm in a spot where I'm doing something very cool with St. Jude to help encourage people on why you still donate even during a pandemic. And it's a... Because the kids still need you. Yes. The kids are still being diagnosed with cancer. Uh, the team that I have been working with is awesome. The equipment they are sending me should be here any day. And we are going to record a commercial. Nice. And I am like stoked out of my freaking mind that that is even a thing that somebody wants me to be a part of. Because what the heck? But the folks that I have talked with are just awesome you know everybody all they want to do is help support saint jude and why you should support saint jude i don't know if it's going to end up being something that they use i mean i my piece could be on the chopping room floor i don't have a clue before exactly (laughs) i do know what they're doing is creating something that will be shared internally with every single doctor and nurse at the hospital how badass is that really freaking badass and they are taking these same projects and creating an actual television commercial and i don't know how that's all going to work all i know is that i have been working with these people for months and we are finally in the spot where they are ready to do my my zoom interview conference call commercial piece which is insane like we're doing it this week so that's awesome (laughs) yeah which by the time you hear this podcast it'll be done already probably yeah there's a good chance because i think we're, we're looking at wednesday or thursday yeah which is wild so i'm pretty pumped about it i think it'll be great and and i mean even if what we do doesn't end up being seen i'm just excited and blown away that they even reached out the fact that they would ask yeah enough in itself and to know that like everything that's been accomplished is beyond anything that i would have ever thought 100 percent. you know and obviously we you and i help take things to another level with the help of a lot of awesome people. So it's not like it was just us, but to know what's been done is, is mind boggling. And to know that, yeah, there's still a possibility to do more. Like even with all the stuff that's going on is crazy. And and that's what I told our St. Jude rep. Mike, I emailed him back about the, cause we've, I've gone to Memphis for like 10 years and to now know that no that's not going to happen just hurts my heart. Jim and I and, and I had this conversation. And not even necessarily it's not like about a streak thing, it's about what's in my heart thing. And like the first time I went there, I knew I'm like, okay, this is what I needed. This is what I needed in my life. Like in when no life changing. When when I went there the first time and the radio station was in the radiothons, it wasn't like it is now. Like we were doing 70,000, 75,000 during our radiothon. And I was like, there's something about this place that speaks to me. Like there's something like I felt like, and this is where it gets all, you know, (laughs) this is where it gets all weird folks. But like, and it was the second time, second or third time I went back for a special conference. It was a sales thing. And all of a sudden it was like, I got it. I figured out what I need to come back here to tell people what it's going to take to get on board. And then all of a sudden it was like, 
and it was like, and I was talking to Brandy that we were talking about who you went up McLaughlin with. Yes. And she's like, you wouldn't let me off the hook. You came back from Memphis and you were like, you have got to sign up for this. We don't have any other sponsors and you're going to be it. And you told me I had to do it. And I'm like, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> That's what she heard. That's what she heard. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's what good sales guys do. But I remember saying, but remember you, you were the one when nobody else would step up. Yeah. And it wasn't that nobody else would step up. It's that nobody else knew how to ask people how to step up. And I saw something and thought, I'm going to take that back home and I'm going to make sure that we do better. And then it was like infectious. Yeah. And it was before even Amanda got here. And it was like, oh, wow. All of a sudden took a jump and then we added more people to the party. And then we added this and we had that. And all of a sudden it was like, now we have the community. And now to know that what's happened in this area with the people. It's crazy cool. Is like we had someone message us today. Hey, I didn't get my t-shirt. I answered the phones. I did this, I did that. And I'm like, there's so many people who have come out of the woodwork to support what we've done with St. Jude. And it's like, I remember being a kid. I mean, I was 29 ish somewhere in there. Had to have been, you know what? If I'm going to be 40 next week, which when this airs, I'll already be 40, but <laughs> Bailey was just born and she's going to be 12. So yeah, 10 That's or 11 crazy. years ago. And I remember walking in the hallway and seeing that kid wearing the same pajamas she had and thinking, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do this. And I don't know how, but I'm totally getting sidetracked here. But you know, like all of the energy, all of the effort that it's taken to get to where we are now. Like it took us 10 years to raise a million dollars for St. Jude. And we've done a million dollars in three years. When that check turned around and it showed a four, Mm -hmm. I lost it. Like it just is. It's what does that, what does that say about the people? Our community is so awesome. They're like, Oh, you used to do 75,000. We'll raise that in three hours. Watch this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's people like the lady today that came to pick up her Bymark gift card. She's like, oh, I work in Grants Pass. I commute every day. We're, we're probably like, and I'm like, oh, we're just a couple of ships passing in the wind because I go that way and you go this way. And then we go that way or I go this way and you go that way. And she's like, oh, yeah, I really don't even care about my gift card. But somebody told me I need to pick it up, whatever. I'm like, that was like. Six like hundred dollar gift ago. card there, yeah. man. Six I just went to Buy Mart today to go find mason jars, but yeah, they, they didn't they didn't have any. They have them here. Really? Just saw them. Yeah, I just saw them. Not in, the uh, full jar, the little squatty yep. ones. Yep. Because I was looking Dang for it. the blackberries. See, now they're closed tonight. They're closed. Dang. You have to come back tomorrow. Pick more blackberries. That's fine. I can or I can that. just go get them for you. You could, which would be easier. That but they did have true. them. By the time this airs, I will go take all the mason <laughs> <Thank> jars. <you. laughs> I may need some mason uh, jars by Sunday, so I may actually have to come back out here tomorrow. Okay. Well, I can go check tomorrow if you want I'm me to. But make some oats for my <sighs> video. Oh, nice. Cooking With some blackberry I was going to say, like, I'm probably going to put some blackberries <laughs> in my oats drizzle. this week. Um, that sounds like a good plan. But anyway, I was totally not trying to get sidetracked on that road, but you brought it up, so I totally veered us off course. But it's... And I know we talked about it last episode, but it's crazy what these our friends and neighbors yeah. have done. And they're as close as right here, like the neighbors on the corner, you know, that we were talking to tonight. Like mm-hmm. they're 
part of it. Like yes. there's people all over that are a part of it. And to know that that's even possible is like mind boggling. Hopefully things uh, turn around at some point and we're able to get back to doing more for St. Jude. Yeah. Like that's. A Cause very... that's what I was trying to say. That's what hurts my heart is not yeah. participating as much as I would like to and have. But, I would agree with that. But it doesn't mean that we have high standards. We do. That's and the it's problem. just like a little timeout for right now, which is fine. You know, there's a, there's a lot of other things going on. Um, but that's one thing that I will never not pay. I will always well, pay my St. Jude monthly donation. I think I talked to someone else in here about that. About the conversation I had with Kimberly when she was scratching stuff off. I know you and I talked about it mm-hmm. personally, but I was like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work for me. Which she didn't say we should, but she's like, okay. She got to that line item and was like, okay, St. Jude. And I'm like, don't even ask me ever again. Like the only time I ever want you to ask me if we should scratch that off the list is if we literally have nothing else to feed our children. And if we don't, even at that point, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to make both of these happen. Sure. That's the only time. And she's like, got it. Cool. Which, and it wasn't even like she was trying to, she was just going one by one. Like, here's what we have. These are what you're paying out monthly. This is what's going out. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, don't, don't ever ask me again. And then I bawled like a baby. Yep. No, I, I, I get it. There's a handful of things like Lucas and I have had to, to talk about financially on what to do. Um, Yes, my husband and I trust each other, but yes, our finances are separate. Little disclaimer there. I don't find it as an issue. He doesn't find it as an issue. It's what works for us. So I pay bills. He pays bills. It just works. And going through the last six months of weird, I've had to rely on him for things. And so he was like, okay, well, what can I help take off your plate? That's going to make things easier. And we were going through the list and I was like, you're like, that's my bill. Like I'm not giving up my St. Jude bill to somebody else. Yeah. Like that's what I'm paying out of my pocket because that's what I want to do. And it's a substantial amount every month. It's Mm -hmm. it's like paying other bills, you know, but I don't look at it as a bill. Like it's, I feel like it's my duty to do that. Like I, I want to, I get joy out of that. There are walking, living, breathing people that I have physically seen in the flesh that are alive. Yep. Because of what happens at St. Jude. I will never not pay until we don't need a St. Jude anymore. Yeah. End of discussion. Yeah. Like, I will go broke over here before I stop paying that bill. Yeah. Yeah, because we never, you know, we never know what's going to happen, too. We you don't. Know, you uh I've always said that if it ever happens to one of mine, I would hope that I was already all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And so not that I, that's not why I do it, but it's like, I want everyone else to feel as comfortable as I would feel knowing that I was already like, I've already, I've already put in and I will continue to because I want those people that walk through the door to never have to like, then when they walk through and find out we don't have to pay a bill, it's because people like you, people like me, everyone else, literally tens of thousands of people across the country. Mm hmm. And if it was ever me, I'd go, hallelujah. Yeah. Like, it's thank like an insurance God, policy thank that God actually matters. This place that will take care. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, and, um, yeah. 
It's good so, stuff. It is. It is good stuff. And it'll come back around. I, I'm excited for whenever that time comes for there to be more things that we're able to to do for St. Jude. go back to Memphis. Yeah. I, Jim and I and I were talking about that at work because obviously we got the email about Country Cares being virtual and we were like, man. Which, by the way, Country Cares is the event I was talking about going to for the last time we traveled a long time <laughs> in January when yep. we got to go to Memphis and Jim and I got to go for his first time and helped you know, us crush it like, yeah like it, he had his radiothon as well that's why we were able to raise as much money in the valley as we were by having two stations involved so I mean we'll see we'll see what happens but it yeah. is it's very sad to go okay so we're not doing that again we're we're gonna virtually party yeah. all right Everybody's virtually partying these days. It's fine. It is what it is. But it one is. of these days when all of this is behind us, we'll just be like, you know what? We're just going to go. Yeah. And we're going to take every, we're going to take as many people as we can possibly take and we'll just go for it. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Did your headphones cut out? Yeah. They did, they did cut out. I, oh. I don't know what, what happened. just happened? I just rocked back in my chair and, um, oh, uh, uh, oh there it you is. got a loose cord. Bill Meyer made me this cord. Did he really? And what I a think, guy. I think that's part of it, but not not Bill's fault, but That's all good. How you doing over there? You good? Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm good on the Snoop wine. Oh, the cat just walked in here, the black cat. You have a cat? No, it's the neighbor's cat. The I've one never that seen shit in your bark? Uh no, different cat. Hey. Oh, Marfar. The black cat. What, who? Marfar, you've Marfar. never been in this garage. Marfar kitty. Hi. Oh, it's a pretty cat. Did you not see him picking blackberries? He was the one taunting the dog. Oh. What are you doing, kitty? Look at that. He came to play. If you Very piss pretty. in my garage, it will be the last, last time. time. <laughs> <laughs> you can piss on my bark or you can shit Hi. in my bark. Look at you. Come my here. Bark, come here. Come here. Hi. Oh, He's a cool snap. cat. You are. A cool he is. I've never heard you okay. say cool cat. Doesn't he look like the Sabrina Teenage Witch? Yep. The, the, we were just uh -huh. talking about on our Salem. radio show. Salem. Come here, Salem. Come here. Cats are weird. Come here, Governor Brown. <laughs> My dogs are like, you smell like cat. Why? Oh, it's all good. Me. It's all good. What haven't we talked about? I feel like a lot. We could probably go on for hours. but I don't know. You going to come to my gym someday? Check out a boot camp class? I can find the time. Like you saw what my life is. Yeah. Like literally the, before you got here for at least an hour and a half, I was holding the baby. Basically, once I got here, what the hell did I do? One oh, of I these set days. This up, I set this up and then went inside. She's like, here, hold the baby. I'm going to fix dinner. She fixed breakfast for dinner. So it smelled like eggs in our house. And then I'm petting the cat while I'm talking to you. Um, handed her off. Hit the restroom. Came out. I'm like, I'm going to go water the plants. And as soon as I watered like the second plant, I saw you driving up the road. And I'm like trying to water them all and then it was like you're here and then i was just like boom 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 and that's what my life is i get it and i know like i i yes it's crazy because like, i don't have the, the life of children. five children is absolutely insane i have a uh, two dogs one that likes to eat the carpet which is fine marfar if you piss on my laptop bag it will be the last time. oh what's happening <laughs> I have got to get a picture of it. <laughs> Marfar, do it again. Come is that here. cat's name really Marfar? Yeah, Marfar kitty. Come here. Hi. That's, I guess that's what you do for dogs. But he actually put his front feet on a f eight foot, six foot table that's like three feet off the ground. 
He's no? not going to do it, is he? No, I don't think so. He's just chilling. Um, but we do, uh, we're going to do free Saturday classes um, once a month, I think. Because that's my job now. I'm marketing. Yeah. So I will just figure it out. But What I need to do is build a gym out in my barn. That You didn't make it out that far. You only made it to the uh, chicken coop. So did not go in the barn. I did go into the loft with all of your and children. Oh, it's so very yeah. nice up there. Is it, is it definitely above average? Or it is, is it above average. average. Okay, thank you. I, I enjoyed it. I like that your daughter held the ladder for me to get up and down, <laughs> which was very considerate. And I could stand up in there. It's crazy, huh? It is. Yeah, I was I'm, shocked I'm at how much room it. there was. You should be proud. It's very nice. I'm not the contractor guy, but I mean, I could be. I think eventually I could be if I had to, but um, I'm watching this cat. I don't want him to get stuck in here tonight. I don't want to shut the garage door and Marfar to be behind those gently used mattresses that are in bags. Oh, if he pees on those mattresses, that would oh, suck. My wife would slit his throat. Uh-huh. If he did that. Yeah, that Marfar. would be bad. Hey. That you. would be bad. Ashley's yawning. I don't Friday well. I'm not a good Fridayer. I'm going to be 40 one week from today. Oh, snap. You hey. are. Get out of here. I'll just be over here being 36. It's fine. Come here, you little crazy cat. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna run in the morning, which is nice. exciting. And then I am going to the gym because yeah. I have a key. So I can oh, go yeah, work out whenever that. I want to, I which is like, really nice. I feel like there's something else we should have touched on. but We should have. You can always come back. I mean, clearly. <laughs> This is true. I can. This is how we can do a radio show in the same room together. Yeah. We just go to Jason's house. Go to Jason's. It's fine. Use his platform. I was trying to think what else has been going on. I mean, I hiked all the things. and I seem like there's more. Well, maybe not. I guess we we did touch on quite a bit. Yeah, a little bit. It's wild. I still haven't seen my family. That's kind of weird. Yeah, when is Mrs. Spirit Fingers going to come down? I don't know. I talked to my dad on my way here. And he told me to tell you hello. Nice. He, Chuck. Yes, Chuck. He was trying to figure out how to make his way over here. He wants to go on a road trip. And well, you get on the highway. I know. And you keep he driving. Lives in Missouri. But he's he's talking about it. So we'll see. But your mom, I mean, can't they just jump in the RV and come down? Yeah. I, think I have a just free nervous. space now. This is true. I you sold do. the RV, so they have a full hookups right here. <laughs> just tell her. I, I think that she would enjoy that. I think that my whole family would love to get out of their house well they just should i know they've been quarantining and doing the things when does school start up there does it start already (laughs) whenever my mom starts teaching (laughs) because it's all in lockdown yeah i'm pretty sure started to come down we got power yeah they should we got water i know there's a there's a lot going on up there without aunt deb but (laughs) aside from that i can figure that part out (laughs) just pull in the rv they would be totally down now that you've said it there she's probably packing right now she's like (laughs) It's like when they asked me to go to see Alabama. Well, it's kind of the same, but different. Same, but different. I mean, we get Michael to come play his guitar for her or something, but. She would like that. Yeah. Yeah. She digs that kind of stuff. True mm. story. I know what's going to happen. We're going to wrap this up and then I'm be like, damn it. Why didn't, why didn't I think of that? So what am I not thinking of? I don't know. What else would you like to chat about? Well, I mean, there's plenty we can chat about. But. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on? I guess we pretty much covered it. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get fired. I would like to not get We're fired. We're not going to. I love my job. I'm and kidding. I, and I'm I would joking. like to think that everybody is fully aware of how much I enjoy what I do. Well, they listen. I mean, we have for people listening who think that any part of this may have gone off the rails. We have a great relationship with 
the powers that be and they know where we stand. So it's not like we're talking about anything that they don't know about. No. And I, and I don't think that I said anything too off base. No, I mean, it's all real. Honest. There's nothing. I wrong work part time. There's nothing wrong with being with a full time duties. Yeah. <laughs> they all don't, they all still exist. It's not like my job disappeared. Right. It's just cut in half. Yep. And yeah. And honestly, when I, I was actually kind of nervous when I took the job at the gym because I didn't say anything. I just was like, okay, cool. Here's my W2. Here's my stuff. This is weird. And then you said something to me. I did. I told you and I told a couple like people. Like, what do you think about this? I'm like, I think it's awesome. <laughs> like you got to do what you, you got to do. do what you got to do, man. Make that dollar. But I Every ended up saying I'm something. Hustling. Yeah. I said something on social media. And then the very next day, the boss came over. He's like, can I see you in my office? And I was like, oh, shit. I'm going to get fired. Like, I literally thought I was going to get fired. And we walked in and we like, I always joke every time I get called into the principal's office. I'm like, are you giving me my pink slip today? Yeah. And he was like, why would I do that? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. 2020 is weird. Like, yeah. I'm just prepared. And I sat down. He's like, no, I just feel like a congratulations is in order. And I was like, oh, like, because we're not Facebook buddies, but he right. heard from well, someone that... Well, there's a lot of people who are. Yeah, so. and people talk. It's what they do. And but he had a lot of this podcast, go ahead and tell him. It's fine. We'll tell him before you do. Totally. And and honestly, like, we have a great relationship. So it's, I don't think that there's anything bad there. But he was very complimentary about my position and, and the things that, like, we've carried on really great conversations since. And he knows that. Like, I wouldn't be hiking every weekend i wouldn't be working out as often as i am if if things hadn't had changed the way they did right. do i think it sucks yes would i love to be back full time yes but am i grateful for what's going on a hundred percent yeah i'm very very grateful for this opportunity i'm very excited that there's something else that is giving me passion and drive and it's not what i thought i was all about Radio has defined me for 16 years and to find something else that gives me this if a similar fire, but more, it's like stronger. Yeah. If that it, like, it's hard to explain because I've never felt this before and I love it. I I'm very excited about it. The fact that I can like look at body scans and things that I've done and to go, man, I'm like, cruising right along at losing my body fat percentage and I'm gaining muscles. Like I have muscles in places I didn't know muscles could be displayed. And then you send me a picture of like, look at this girl from like seven or eight years ago. Not even the same person. Not at all. It's, it's eye opening and it's exciting. You know, I, I'm not somebody that wants to speed up the process. I like it. I like the journey that I'm on. I like the conversations I'm having with people that I don't even know and people that are coming in or that reach out because they hear something or see something. And it's, it's cool because it, it, it like helps me at the same time. And it, it pushes me further along the way. And I just, I, I'm very grateful because I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if the world hadn't flipped upside down. Yeah. It's a great lesson though. It really is. You yeah. Know, no matter what it is, what people are trying to figure out, it, there's something out there for everyone. And I don't think it's Snoop Dogg's wine. I mean, it's gone. It's gone, but I, I, I didn't drink. The, there's a little chunk left, but I now feel like it's like a headache. Really? Yeah, I can feel it in my temples I mean, a there's, there's, yeah. 
But I don't drink wine very often anymore. That's true. You never so thought you I'd go. say that. Neither do I. So I, I really don't drink very often, to be totally honest. It's, which is crazy. I didn't even open the white claw you gave me. That's true. Look at me moving on up. Because I opened my other one. That you did. I <laughs> and that's. It's not on my list. I keep a food journal, so like everything I put in my body has to be written down. Gotcha. And I am not like obsessive about it, but I'm very conscious. I'm very aware of what I'm eating. I'm very aware of the things I'm putting in my body, what's in them, like nutrition labels and things. Aside from Snoop Dogg's wine, like I really pay attention to that kind of stuff. Well, there you go. Snoop Dogg's wine got us through episode 41. Is it really 41? I think it is 41. Wasn't it? Was it? Because Jackie's going to be 40. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you're listening to this, Jackie's is already 40. But yeah, he'll be 41. Ironically, the trip to the coast I took, I actually listened to two of your podcasts, one of which I also feel like changed my perception on Which life one? With Matt and I and Erica Corbin. Which was just a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. They are traveling the States in their motorhome with all of awesome. their children. I cannot wait till they pull in here. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Because they're do they said they would. Yeah, and I don't hold know them when, to that. I don't know when that's gonna be, but they said they would. And now that the RV is gone, which by the way they were on episode thirty-seven, take a listen. They're a lovely, they lovely a f- family. Like what thirty-five hundred or four thousand square foot house mm-hmm. in Washington, and said we're out. We're and I know that RV. house they lived in. They Beautiful. don't know that I know, but that house has been in that oh. area for years. Like I remember seeing it as a kid growing up. Like it was, it's a cool house. And they are like having the time of their life. Even though there's challenges, it's I would love to do what they're doing. What's cool is when those kids become adults. They're going to be completely different yeah, than what they would have been because of their cross Especially adventure. doing this right now. Oh, and to be in South Dakota when in no matter how you feel about 45, Donald Trump, to be in Mount Rushmore and to hike in. And watch the fireworks when he was there. To get caught in a lightning storm and teach your kids how to be brave. And there's just a lot of cool hands-on. Like God, and I'm obviously follow her on Instagram and we chat occasionally, you know. But it's oh yeah, like, they have all sorts of cool stuff on there oh, with their vlogs and everything yeah. they're doing. They're very, very smart people. Super smart. Matt like, and I is like, I'm like, oh, you need to come teach me a few things because I'm. He's like, oh, I recorded all this and like that podcast. That's the only time. Aside from one I did with Michael, that had to be edited, edit, edited, edited, edited. <laughs> and he sent me a file, and I literally spent like three hours replacing their audio because it was cutting out on my end. Yeah. And so he goes, "I have the file all recorded. I'll email it to you." And I literally pieced the whole thing together. Like every time they talked, I had to paste it in. Oh my gosh! For almost what an hour and a half. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a sponge. You tell him something, he will remember it. So like, oh, my RV fridge broke, so I just YouTubed it and fixed it, and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, which he actually uh-huh. encouraged me to fix shit, and even the loft. Like I was thinking about him when I was building See? it because I'm like, he's like, you know, I just looked this up and I just go for it. I'm like, I can do this. That's the whole the thing, mind over matter. Yeah, if yeah. you tell yourself that you can do something, you can. Absolutely. And I feel like I am living that right now. Yep. Because a year ago, I would have never hiked Mount McLaughlin. I'd have looked at you and said, y'all are batshit crazy. I will not be doing that. And all of the other things that are happening in my world with getting into 
weightlifting is I would have in school when that was an option like you could take weight training as a class I was like huh, <laughs> I'm gonna take pickleball yeah like <laughs> nope <laughs> we're not doing that I'm a yeah. golfer like we're not gonna go do those things and I don't know if I would have appreciated it as much as I do now but I yeah I, I'm, I'm yes it's very exciting you tell yourself you can do it and you can there you go that's what you need to know right there yeah you and tell yourself you can you can do it and it doesn't get easier you just get stronger exactly that is my current favorite phrase it's a lot of it's been you do you boo in this whole like i'm fine everything's fine and now i'm like okay i'm gonna change my way i'm thinking because it is fine but that was more of like a sarcastic sort of thing right and i feel like this whole new phrase of it doesn't get easier, it just gets stronger. It's not just physical. Mentally. Like mentally, I feel so much stronger now than I ever thought I was. I think it's also why I'm able to be in a better place with my husband, to be able to have the conversations that we're having and to not let them escalate as they were before. Mm -hmm. And to really remember why we fell in love because the noise around us is very aggressive and very much a uh, wedge. And I think that's very true for a lot of people. Like everything else that's going on around you really tries to wedge its way in between. And a couple weeks ago, we actually decided to go on a date. Like we got dressed up fancy. We brought our masks. We took the Tiller Highway and we went and ate out of town. And it was the best date we've you had. Took Tiller Highway to go there. Yeah. Jeez. I know. We took God. a roundabout way, and we were. And what's funny is before Take a back road Friday, huh? It'd be like, man, could you just get out of the house for a minute? Like, I need a break. Like, because you're. It's for the longest time just we weren't seeing it. other people. Right. And this was like, okay, we're choosing to spend hours together in the car to go get to trail dinner. Highway, going the back way out sixty two up uh-huh. and over, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was lovely. Like we held hands, we talked, like we, it just, it was very beautiful. You know, like it's a whole different time. And while everything around us is still chaotic and crazy, I'm very appreciative of the troubles that we had because I feel like where we are now, we are even stronger than we yep. were before. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. Exactly. So. Perfect. Boom. Look at her go. <laughs> Look at her wrap that. I didn't have to ask a question. She's like, let me lay it down for you. Boom. You don't have to ask me to give you some knowledge before you go. I'm just going to lay it down for you. That's right. And call it good. And she's always good for one of the longest episodes on the podcast You're ever. You're welcome. We're I'm sorry. Almost to two hours again. Damn. And it's all good. That's a lot. Right? 154 and some change. I bet that's what it was the last time. Pretty damn close, I'm sure. Now it's 10.40 in the p.m. Holy on a Friday smokes. night. I have to pee like a racehorse because <laughs> my bladder is so damn small. And I have to get up and run. Yeah. But that's by You'll choice. You'll be fine. Because so you probably sleep more on the weekends than you do on the weekdays. I do. I do not get me. up at four. So I'm usually can, a six. Yeah. Same here. Unless yeah. the kids get up and then it's like 5.30 and I'm on the couch trying to quiet one down. I'm like, shh, the baby is still asleep. <laughs> But we got Marfa our kitty out of the garage. Yep. I think. All gone. And you have a big bowl of blackberries. I do. We killed the Snoop Dogg bottle of wine. All is going to be fine. 
And who gives a shit what else happens in 2020? Because right. we're going to tackle that son of a bitch anyway. That's right. It's Ashley Man. You can find it just about anywhere. Let me think. It's late. Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, GarageTalkPodcast.com. Rate, review, share it with your friends. It's the best thing you can do. Share it with your friends, especially one like this, because it was real good, as it always is. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming over. Absolutely. I mean, we could talk for a lot longer, but we can always do another episode. This is true. And we can always drink another Not bottle Snoop of wine. wine. Not Snoop. We'll drink some Del Rio next time or something else. I think that's it. Okay. All right. Love you. Love you. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for having me. And that is a wrap. We'll be back in the garage soon with another badass someone. Who knows who? (laughs) But maybe another female if it all works out. Got one on the hook. If she shows up, we'll see what happens. I'm all for badass females. She's a good one, too. Maybe not. I won't say that. She'll be good if we get her in here. Actually, I have the shirt on tonight. There you go. We'll see. All right. Um, have a safe track home and uh, we'll see you back here in the garage soon.